You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G joined today by J. Rod, Jim Rodriguez, and Decker on this Tuesday morning. We'll get to the MLB trade deadline, which is coming up in a couple weeks, and try to pick where we think some of the stars could go and how that could affect the races and the odds coming up in about 20 minutes. We have our lightning bets an hour from now, but we wanted to continue some of our discussion on Hank Goldberg. We had great guests about an hour ago, David Behrman, who got his start as an intern David now, of course, with ESPN. We got an you know, internship with Hank down in Miami, Hammer and Hank, all those years ago. And, I mean, he's one of the true OGs in, in this industry. He was one of the first people I can remember on TV. I always remember the 10, 30, 10 o'clock Sports Center Sunday morning. Around 10.30, they went to Hammer and Hank with his picks. And you got kind of like see the water in Miami behind him. He's some some sort of stage somewhere. Um, and we give his picks. And then, you know, NFL countdown was started after that. But J-Rod, he, he was one of the first ones I can remember talking sports gambling on TV, lines of games. Like the Schwami, Chris Berman did it a little bit with his picks, but it was still taboo. In like the early 90s, mid-90s, it was like everyone knew some people talked about it. Everyone knew people, whether they're dads, their uncles. Like everyone knew someone that was gambling with a bookie, but like it wasn't really talked about it. And Hank Gorberg came on there. He was like, yeah, Dolphins minus three and a half. Like he just like, and that was him. That's what he did. He was one of the first people I can remember talking about it. Well, it's funny because he, Hank, was a ghostwriter for Jimmy the Greek, who was the first right. gambling sort of uh, personality that I remember. And I remember Jimmy the Greek, they would have on the NFL today on CBS, they'd have a board. And it wasn't electronic like it is now or a graphic. They'd literally have, it looked like a family feud. They'd have a sliding board and they'd put Patriots, Jets, and they'd say advantage and they'd say kicking. And then he'd check the Patriots. And that was their way of gambling. Like, like this is why you should take the Patriots because they've got more checks on this side than, than the Jets. And then Hank Goldberg kind of kicked down the door and said, no, 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 listen. Jets minus two and a half, take the under, and it was straight up. And for me, I worked at ESPN. I got my start as, as a PA at ESPN, and one of the first uh, projects I ever worked on was a Hank Goldberg uh, Kentucky Derby preview. So I, I saw how the process, how he wrote it, why he did it, and I was able to, with an editor, work on the piece. So 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 I never really met Hank. I did everything over the phone with him, but he was always so kind and always teaching. And I always think you that's what you remember of people. Always teaching, hey, this is why I like this horse. You know, he didn't know me. He was talking to me over the phone, just kind of like with David, who just walked into his life. Always teaching. And if you had any interest in gambling, any interest in this, he was more than willing to, to help out. And his Super Bowl parties in Las Vegas were legendary. Absolutely legendary. So he he will be missed. And then and then if you look more OGs, gosh, you know, you've got what Al Michaels. 
Brent Musburger, you know, Pete Axum. Those are those are the guys that I remember as, as sports uh, gambling personalities. With of course Hank being at the top of the list for me. Yeah, Cody Musburger and those guys. I mean, they're they're the ones that kind of first started to bring it to games. Al Michaels, right? Like it's one thing to mm-hmm. go on Sports Center or just you know be a handicapper. Jimmy the Greek, obviously, way back in the day, NFL today. But then you had Musburger and Al Michaels, like kind of weaving the spread and 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 the gambling aspect into the games. No one was doing that before them. You know, when I think back at Hank, the uh, the first thing I obviously remember, especially as a little kid. And here, here's the thing: I don't have the the Hank stories that you guys do. You you have you hold him in this higher higher regard. I just remember him look as a kid on Sports Center with a hammer, literally hammer <laughs> hammering a green piece of foam on the table and scaring people. That's what I remember about uh, Hammer and Hank mostly. Uh, but knowing what he has actually brought to the the industry and knowing what you know, knowing that how gambling is in the forefront of sports and sports entertainment these days. You know, if it weren't for someone like Hank, it, we don't have a job. We don't we're not currently sitting in the place we currently are right. talking about these lines, talking about these things, normalizing things that were so taboo as recently as five, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. great point. I, I wonder I always wonder, you know, like Hank and obviously, you know, he was still around to watch this twist and turn and it become legal and these networks pop up. But I, I wonder what. Someone like Jimmy the Greek, and we know Jimmy, you know, his career went off the rails because of, you know, he embarrassed himself at the end. But through the work he did, I wonder if they ever saw this coming. Jared, I wonder if those guys back in the 70s, 80s ever could foresee this, or do they think they were, they were kind of like in this space that no one else was? Because they probably would be proud of this. Like, hey, yeah. there's, there's, net, there's a whole network now. The BetQL network exists. They, they, I bet they would have thought something like that would be awesome, but probably not even realistic, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah, you didn't have to go to the barbershop to, to, to see <laughs> right. your guy, or you didn't have to go to the garage, to the mechanic, to see your guy. You know what I mean? Or, hey, it's Tuesday. Uh, you know, uh, you know, back in the old days, I, I remember is it, is you collected on Tuesday and you paid on Wednesday. Allegedly, that's what I was told. But, but yeah, you collected Tuesday, you paid Wednesday. So Jimmy didn't have you know. Can you imagine now, Jimmy the Greek sitting in his chair, you know, clicking clicking BetQL, checking his bets. It's amazing. So yeah, I I think they would be proud. I think they would be like, yeah, finally, this is the way. You know, maybe they maybe they missed their steps, you know, on their counters to walk down to the just to see their guy. But now their guy is right there electronically. But touching a little bit of what you were saying. Joe about about Al Michaels and Brett Musburger. They were drinking games growing up because they they would always weave in the score. You know, because if you notice Brett, and he still does it today, he'll never say it's Raiders thirteen, Chargers ten. It'll be like, and the Raiders lead by three. You know, that sort of stuff. And I'll always remember Al Michaels on a Monday night game. I think it was Packers Vikings. I know it was the Packers and the Packers were laying the wood to the Vikings, but they wouldn't, but they weren't at the over. They were one over. They were one score away from hitting the over. It was something like 35 to three. And the number was 40 and they come back from break. And there's an aerial Lambeau field. And I remember Al Michael saying, well, this game is over, but for some of you, I bet you're still interested in this game. So hang out with us. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, he's talking about gambling." And that's the stuff that that, that I always loved and appreciated. Yeah, yeah, that, me too. And, and he he still, he still does it. Like that, yeah. that, I I do wonder moving forward as we kind of think about what these guys did, you know, Hank Goldberg's impact on the industry. I wonder how much broadcasts are going to continue to change. I mean, Cody, we see it. MLB Network does the show, Better's Eye, right? Uh, five, mm-hmm. Around 5 p.m. every day in, in lines and, 
and the props are, are a part of that show. But I wonder as as time changes if we're going to have more of this. Like we always talk about on the show, Aaron and, and uh, Joe and I, NFL Red Zone. I love that. Well, I think we all love NFL Red Zone. But Scott, they don't do it. Scott Hansen doesn't do it. It's it's like it's not really a part of what they do. I just feel like as time goes on, it's going to shift more towards they've got to either incorporate it or maybe there's going to be a gambling red zone. I, I mean, at some point, maybe there's another channel that's just like instead of showing you every touchdown, mm-hmm. we're showing you like, hey, let's focus on this one because the unders or overs about to hit in this game. Like, are they going to score again to go over? I, I wonder if that's next here. I think that's kind of where it should be. Almost like ESPN and ESPN2 should be the gambling type network, you know? And that's, I think, where all of it's going. I think we're actually about to start seeing it mostly. I think Major League Baseball is going to be at the very, very forefront of it. Obviously, they've made a bunch of deals with a bunch of uh, sports books, including BetMGM. And it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. I'm watching these Apple broadcast games on Fridays thinking... This is only step one. This The real reason I think these Apple broadcast games are going to be interesting because at some point, I'm going to be able to use my Apple TV remote, click down, and just place a bet with my Apple TV. I'm going to have stats and numbers in front of me. In fact, they're giving you interesting stats and numbers in front of you all the time. The reason they're giving you these numbers, hit probability, um, walk probability, it's all for live gambling, pretty right. much. It, it's just helping you make some live lines. And live gambling baseball games, by the way, might be the most exciting way to gamble on baseball. As fun as it is to sit here talking about props and futures and everything, if you're sitting there and you're, your team that you currently have a money line on are down by three and you can hedge your bet by going on them again because look at this. You can get the same team. The Yankees are down by two, but they're going to win this ball game, and I can get them at plus 230 right now yeah i'll take that and then the yankees go on to win by 10 and 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 to, to sort of go with your point cody what i love to do is is how the on when you when you're betting a live game as the total changes in other words let's let, let let's say the, the total of the game was eight and a half and all of a sudden it's 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 six to two you know or, or it's 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 four to three, and that total moves up, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to bet it again. I think it's I think they're going to go over nine and a half now, and then they score those runs, and it's it, you it's really you know baseball, it is what it is. It's it's chess for the mind, and I love it. I'm a big baseball guy, number one, and it's not everybody's cup of tea. But you bring that involved in it, oh my gosh, you, you sit there all day doing it. Yeah, or let's just imagine. Yeah, I just mean, imagine go- they do it with football, basketball, yeah, all these yeah. things taking place just live with your remote. I mean, it's one is exciting and fun. Yeah, I mean, you think like when you, you, you're watching a game and, and a team with a bad bullpen goes up, like you see the odds shift and it's like plus 300, plus 400. You know that bad bullpen is on the horizon. You're like, I, I'm going to jump on this right now. Like that, you know, that bullpen's going to give that lead up. That's interesting stuff. I would love, like, you know, Hank Goldberg, great handicapper, right? Like in any era, we could have sat down with him, talk about a game beforehand. I would have loved to seen Hank's reaction to the live in game betting. Like that's that's the stuff that, we really couldn't envision 30, 40 years no, ago, right? No. I mean, the internet, phones, like none of this stuff made any sense to us. I mean, they were the same way we talk about Dolphins minus three and a half in September. It was the same way Hank did it 30 years ago. That's just breaking down a game. But that in-game stuff, J-Rod, that I would have loved to sat down with Hank and be like, what, what do you think about this? Like, would he play in-game stuff? Would he stay away from that? I mean, I'm sure the last couple of years he either played it or, or he knew about it, obviously, as, as this uh, industry changed. All I know is that'd be a lot of index cards, right? Going, going those, 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 those live in-game bets. Listen, yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, and I think we all have this. If you're a gambler, action is action. 
and yeah. as much action you can get. And something would tell me that Hank would welcome anything that created more action, created more abilities for him to 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 to, to make a wager, to make some money. Action is action, and I think anybody who's into the sport loves that. Yeah, it's a good point. And the other thing is, and and you said it, uh, and and David said earlier, he, he kind of created modern sports radio. Not not like so. Like our job, what we're doing right now is double whammy Hank Goldberg, right? The gambling aspect, making it normal to talk about. But then the other part is like, he knew how to do radio. He, he knew how to entertain people. Cody, you mentioned the, the gavel, like hey, hammering, <laughs> hammering Hank on the table. The guy, he was large in life in a lot of ways, big personality and, and a big reason that we're sitting here today. So we pay homage to Hank Goldberg, 82 years old. Uh, truly one of the OGs in this industry, uh, sports radio industry. He did it all. And, uh, and really a big part of the reason we mentioned earlier with David that sports are even in Miami. He, he kind of helped make that mm-hmm. a sport, a true professional sports town. What a life it was, 82 years old. Uh, rest in peace, Hank Goldberg. we got a lot more to talk about here on the show. MLB trading places. We'll play next. Players that could get moved. We'll talk about where they could end up and how it will impact the odds if they end up in that spot. That's next. Joe G joined by J-Rod and Cody Decker here on the BeckQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. 